The room is relationships. The room is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? The room is different cookie cutter mm-hmm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to The Room Minute. The podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room. One minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Allison. Oh, hi, Rob. Oh, hi, listeners. We're here to talk about Minute 95 of The Room, in which Mark makes a good decision for once. His his methods might not be the best, but... We start this minute with blood on Mark's hand and some really great crying sounds from Lisa. And some water coming down. (laughs) I don't know if she was actually crying or if they said, quit, go to the faucet. Wait, on Mark or Lisa? Well, in this one, I think it's mostly Lisa. Lisa, I think, is actually crying. She got some tears going. But Mark's is glycerin put on by the makeup person because Greg Sestero was kind of over the film at this point and this was the second time they had filmed this well the second location where they had filmed this scene and I was going to have this as one of my last notes but it took them three days to film this scene so they were kind of annoyed the next minute I think is where I really start to see him crying but this minute I mostly see Lisa with the little tear dripping down well, actually it's pretty good it goes all the way down yeah and Juliet's done a pretty good job she, she doesn't have the best dialogue, and her part is a horrible character, but she does well with it. Yeah, he plays the part of the <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Sad, but... Mark confirms, yes, he's, he's dead. dead. And then he yells the second time, yes, yes he's, he's dead. dead! And Lisa says, oh, oh my god. god. She looks very sad. Very distraught by all of this. And then we get a moment that Tommy was so demanded as part of the scene. Greg Sestero didn't get it. Didn't see why it should happen, but at this point, he was just doing whatever to get it done. He leans down and kisses Johnny's, uh, sort of his eyebrow, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and I'm watching this, and he's leaning in, and I'm thinking, he's not going to kiss him. He's not going to kiss him. <laughs> and I'm expecting he's going to, I don't know, he's, he's he's checking the pulse, he's checking for breath. Like, I really didn't think he was going to kiss him. And then he kisses him. I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, hi, Sean. Oh, um, yeah. Don't I you check there. people's pulse with your lips? Because I know I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was like at first, this seemed really weird because I know they're friends, but yeah. they didn't seem particularly friendly, right? Like they weren't like that close in in that That's, sort of way. You haven't heard about this yet, but in my re-edit of the movie, I moved one of their jogging scenes to really early in the film. So the first time we see Mark, mm-hmm. he's jogging with Johnny, right? So we can, you know, maybe get the idea they actually are friends and interact ever. Because otherwise we're introduced to him with Lisa, and that's not a good way to introduce the best friend. Mm-hmm. we got to know he's the best friend. Well, I think you can re-edit it a different way, because, like, Mark was never that into Lisa. I mean, obviously, they're physically involved, yeah. and Lisa is basically leaving Johnny for Mark. Yeah. She seems interested in that becoming more than just a fling, where Mark is never really interested in a more serious relationship with Lisa, which opens the door for he he wants to get closer to Johnny. Mark does. That's why he gets involved in Lisa. That's why they have the affair. So Lisa's like a surrogate, yeah. Yeah. That explains the kiss then. And I thought of that because then there's the symbolism going back to the last minute when Johnny puts the gun in his mouth. Mm-hmm. The gun being a stand-in for 
a phallus. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it, it it works better if it's Mark's gun. True. It actually yeah comes through Denny, but then that's kind of gross because there's that's more of a father son relationship um, yeah, between Johnny and and Denny. But yeah, between the the phallus of the gun going in Johnny's mouth, and then here Mark is is kissing Johnny, basically. And then Denny's going to come rushing in later. Mm -hmm. Basically, all these men could live a very satisfied, happy life in a truple, the three of them, if only Lisa would leave them alone. Yep. That bitch. (laughs) Now, the real reason, of course, that Mark kisses Johnny is because he is essentially the Judas figure Mm -hmm. in this story. I actually put in my notes the entire Kozlovic black scale of Christ figuring and then remembered to double check. I'd already done this in my blog, (laughs) measuring Johnny as a Christ figure, and he got a 20 out of 25, Mm -hmm. which is pretty good. That's like Superman levels. Wow. Listeners of this show would have no idea what any of that is, though. Well, actually, I I hope they also read the Groundhog Day Project, but I don't expect it. I do. Because we get... We get some back and forth on Mark and Lisa. Mark puts his hand on Lisa, and I'm like, oh, how nice. Lisa reaches out to Mark, and we cut to a wider shot, and then we get that Jesus Christ shot again. This is where I put in my notes, the Kozlovic Black Scale, named for, I believe his name is Anton Kozlovic, and uh, me, Robert Black. I renamed the scale myself. Mm -hmm. I just took it upon myself to rename it because I altered it a little bit. I don't think Johnny gets any of the altered points, though. Well, he gets one, maybe. I think Actually, I think I gave him two when I did in my blog. Basically, there are 25-ish things on it. There's actually 30. The score is out of 25. They're pretty easy. First one, they just have to be tangible, like a ghost can't be a Christ figure. That's easy. Central character, easy. An outsider, I think Johnny's foreignness gets him that one. Fourth one means they have to be divinely sourced, which, unfortunately, since he's not a vampire in the film version, he can't get that point. Miraculous birth, we don't know. That would go with the vampire thing, though, if he was a vampire. Alter ego, they have to be special and appear normal, which he does magically make a tape appear and a tape recorder appear, so he's got superpowers. They have to have, in quotes, 12 associates, but it doesn't have to be 12, it just means they have to have a set amount of characters that keep circling around them, and Johnny definitely has that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know how old Johnny's supposed to be, but I'd like to assume he's 33, so uh, that would make him the right age for Jesus. There's definitely a Judas figure in Mark. Mary Magdalene figure would be Lisa. One I added to the scale, the Virgin Mary figure, I think. Well, I don't think we have that, actually. Because <laughs> Claudette's very sexual, too. She's been with a lot of men. Married multiple times. Mm-hmm. John the Baptist figure, I was thinking Denny. But mm. Johnny doesn't come back from being dead. So he doesn't get a resurrection point. He does serve people that are lesser than him. That's like his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Johnny, good guy. Check off over here. Does things for everyone else. A willing sacrifice... Yeah, sort of. The the big one that I always came down to when I did Christ figure stuff on my blog was whether his death or the story of his death is atoning for anything in the real world. Like, does this story make up for something about, like, the way men and women treat each other? All men are assholes. Men and women use and abuse each other all the time. There's nothing wrong with it. And I, I don't know. If you're a misogynist male, it totally does. <laughs> he, he's, he's dying for... Lisa sins. Right. And kind of setting Lisa free. Okay. Now she can go off and I like be with this. whoever. Yeah. yeah. Well, not whoever. She can't be with Mark. <laughs> well, but we'll get to that. Mark might have something to say about that. Yeah. The character must appear innocent. You know, he definitely was accused of a crime. Mm-hmm. Getting drunk and hitting her. 
He got drunk last night. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. And he hit me. I did not hit her. He hit you? I did not. He didn't know what he was doing. Which he says he didn't do. And he did not. Cruciform pose we just got twice with him on the floor. Cross associations, I don't think there's any crosses in this film. Maybe the candlesticks, but we barely see them. Miracles and signs, we come back to the tape recorder appearing out of nowhere, and him just being able to plug it into a phone and it works. That's a miracle. He's pretty simple. Is he, to give simplicity, what's simplicity? Uh, I forget. I don't, I don't think I gave him this one. Poverty, he does wear the same suit all the time. They live in a tiny apartment. They might be poor. Mm -hmm. Although they live in San Francisco, so they have some money, but it all goes to rent. Right. He's also paying for Denny's rent, too, so. Yeah, he's he's paying rent on two units. He does not have Jesus garb, although I did argue in my blog that if Jesus was around now, he might wear an oversized suit. So, maybe. He does have blue eyes, which a cinematic Christ figure should have. Not to be realistic for, you know, Christ, but for movies. Holy exclamations. We just had one. My My God, Mark, is he dead? You know, she referred to him as God. And JC Initials is the last one, which he's definitely a Johnny. We never actually got a last name for him, but because of the gun, I declared it was Chekhov. So I'm going to give him that point. And so, yeah, in my blog, I gave him a 20 out of 25 on that, which is pretty good. I think it's a bit of what Tommy was going for with the movie. Yeah, there's no reason to shoot him from above laying on the ground like that if you're not going for the pose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Coming back to the scene, we got Lisa saying, I've, I've lost, lost him, him, but I, I still, still have, have you, you right? Right? right. right. <laughs> and Mark thinks about it. He doesn't think long, but he does think about it. And I was with him, you know, with like deciding, now I don't need to be with Lisa. But then he just has to make it physical. He shoves her away. You says, you don't have, have me. me. He's got the glycerin tears going on now. So you'll, you'll never have me. me. We get some nice reaction shots back and forth, Lisa and Mark. And he says, you killed kill him. him. Says, Mark, Mark, we're, we're free, free to, to be, be together. together. I, love. I love. And it, the minute cuts off, so I'm not sure what she loves. Guessing Denny, because everyone loves Denny. Now, we do have really good notes from Midnight Screening. Notes from Midnight Screening. When Mark is checking, says, yes, he's dead. Someone's like, yeah, I think he's dead. He yells, yes, he's dead. And they're like, check one more time. <laughs> when we get the close-up on Mark and we can see those glycerin tears, people yell, Water! Even though it's, it's not water. And when he's leaning in, they're like, kiss him, kiss him. And when he kisses him, everyone chants, sex scene six, sex scene six, sex scene six. Got another close-up on Mark with his fake tears, and everyone screams, water. Again, where can the listeners find you? Well, I've got two movies that I covered one minute at a time, similar to the way Robert and Allison are covering The Room. I covered This is Spinal Tap, and you can find that at SpinalTapMinute.com. And then I also covered the film Groundhog Day. And you can find that at GroundhogMinute.com. So he's not the wrong when people make it fun of the project. In this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at LemmingDrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if a lot of people loved each other, 
the world would be a better place to live. Leave us! 